Howdy, folks. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast that may contain content and language not suited for younger cowboys and cowgirls. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest podcast in the wilderness. Fuck that little pig. This is horse shit. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be prepared <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to this quickie edition It's been a while People were asking about quickies, and it was just odd. That Aaron, I think it was Aaron said, oh, there was a quickie dropping today. Well, it's been weeks since we've done one. It, it's been uh, it's been eight weeks since we did one. Wow, has it been that long? It has been that long. Uh, but you know what? Tim, Tim, we're back. We're back with yeah. some quickie action. And we're back. And jo- joining me on this this quickie, as you know, is just me and Tim. It's 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 Tim and I uh, talking about some fun things that are happening right now at Disney World. So uh, I, I sit back. I realize how empty the studio is when it's just two I know. Here. It's a big studio, and it's just us two, and it seems kind of weird that the other guys aren't here, but you know what? Fuck them. We still got to get that wall fixed, in, Mikey. Yeah, I know. I know. We, we've had a couple bids put on it. Eh. Mikey did a number of damage. Let me tell you something. If, if you guys could see this, I'd love to take a picture, but I'm not going to, just because I don't want to embarrass Mikey. Yeah, it's embarrassing. But it is amazing what one man can do with a light switch. <laughs> so uh, we're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, and uh, grab a Manhattan with an umbrella in it. A destroyed umbrella now. <laughs> Bake it a tiki drink, <laughs> and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets of the mouse. You know, I... I normally don't put my cherries on a toothpick. toothpick. I just drop it in the bottom of the glass. Oh, see, I do. But I, I saw you doing it the other night. I'm like, let me try it. And these things are fucking hard to stab. Uh, yeah, I have to dig them out with a spoon and then stab them. I, I try that, and they just spin around. They just yeah, constantly they, spin around. So you got to get it through the stem, the hole for the stem. It's the viscous liquid there. Uh, it's yeah, they're, they're, they're a tough-shelled they cherry. Are. They are. Or tough-skinned cherry. They don't have shells. So, uh, Tim, what are you drinking in that uh, pretty little, uh, pretty little drink you got going on? <laughs> a rye Manhattan, a bullet rye Manhattan. Nice, nice. With your Luxardo cherries on a dark and stormy uh, tropical. Yeah, fruit. my dark and stormy umbrella. Yeah, the tro- the what, what was the? <laughs> yeah, it is destroyed. Category five. <laughs> Category, Category five. five. That's five what it was. Over at uh, Trader Sam's. Yes. Oh, they ripped the whole umbrella part off and just leave you the. Oh, just the spines. The, the spine of the umbrella. Yeah. You got the you got the uh, George Banks umbrella there. <laughs> I do. Um, you know what? Bullet Rye makes a fantastic, uh, a fantastic Manhattan. It really does. And it's cheap. It's not that expensive. No, it's not. Sure, right now we, we saw the one point five liter, which I should have picked some up because I didn't realize I was this low. It was like forty bucks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's and that's a great price. I mean, Bullet Rye is roughly going to run you about twenty five bucks for yeah, a twenty five to twenty eight dollars for a seven fifty bottle. So if you can get that for forty, that's a that's a damn good price. Yeah, I should have grabbed it. And I you'll never well, you'll run out eventually, but yeah, well, <laughs> eventually you'll run out. 
but tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna actually be doing a bottle down probably by the end of the night. Um, I finally uh, picked up a replacement for this. It is one of my favorite Islas of all time, uh, and also it's number one in Ron Swanson's heart. Is that his name, Ron Swanson? Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I I must profess I've never actually watched Parks and Rec. Oh, you have to give it a try. I wasn't a fan of it when it first aired, mm-hmm. but we recently started watching. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. And we started from the beginning, watched it all the way. It's a very well written comedy, very smart written comedy, very well acted. It's a great cast, and listen, it's Ron Swanson. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Ron Swanson. Unless you hate bacon. <laughs> this is true. Ron um, Swanson would hate me. Yeah. Uh, so this is bacon. this is one of Ron Swanson's favorite. It's Lagavulin 16. Uh, now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a famous video of Ron Swanson just sitting in front of a fireplace by himself for about, what, four hours or something like that? Yeah. Drinking Lagavulin 16. And, if you uh, ever watched the show, every time he does something good or extraordinary in the show, he'll pull out these two crystal rocks glasses out of his desk. Is it this calls for, for some Lagavulin. Mm. And he pulls out this bottle of Lagavulin. It's probably the same bottle that, he, you know, through the whole taping of the show, but... Oh, it's I'm, so I'm sure out. it's not. This is delicious. This is a. It is smoky. So if you are afraid of the peat smoke, he uh, is married to Karen from Will and Grace. So probably is not. he really? Yeah, Maggie Mullally. They're like seriously married in real life. Yeah, you, you've never seen the their new um, commercials for Sling. No, you have to Google it. I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah, they're married in real life. I did not know that. They I know. A, I know Megan Mullally. I, I did. I actually did like Will and Grace back when it first aired. Megan Mullally was probably... Karen was one of the funniest characters on that show. Probably one of the funniest characters in TV history. I mean, she's hysterical. I, yeah, I say, I still say that instead of a reboot, they should have just gave Karen and Jack a spinoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now it's just too political. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so this is... Uh, yeah, Like I said, this is one of my favorite. It's smoky. It's peaty. Uh, but it's got this, like, smoked meat taste to it. Like, smoked kippers, smoked brisket. It is absolutely delicious. So I highly recommend it. And eventually we will taste it on BSEA because it, there is a schedule for it. Mm. But tonight, Tim, uh, we're not just here to talk about whiskey. I mean, we could. Because, trust me, we could go on all day about it. But let's talk about some food. One of the things that Tim and I love most going to Walt Disney World is eating. It, yes. It's one of our favorite pastimes at Disney World. Right up second there. favorite. Yeah, second oh, favorite. For the booze. Booze. And there's some rides in between there at some point. Yeah, there's rides? Yeah, sometimes. Rides sometimes. Hmm. Um, we wanted to talk about this brand new, just released today, new VIP experience. And that is the Taste of Magic Kingdom VIP Park Tour. Now, food is, is absolutely... Uh, an essential part of your Disney World experience. I mean, really, it's the only place I know you're going to go on vacation and plan 180 days in advance. Like, Andrew and I were, are going to London in about a month now. And we, we sat there about six weeks, or about eight weeks ago, really, and said, hey, we should make reservations. And then we were like, wait, we don't... It's too early. We don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like a million restaurants in London. We don't have to make reservations. It's weird. 
we you think you got to go on vacation, you got to make reservations, you got to do your fast pass. So this is something that's brand new, and you're gonna have a an actual three hour tour. <laughs> three hours. Yeah, I know, there's a there's a joke. Yeah, in there goes my dark and stormy <laughs> reference again. <laughs> Um, and this three-hour tour is going to include stories from Disney World chefs and food and beverage cast members. So you're going to actually get to talk to the chefs, talk to the food and beverage uh, guests that, that actually make your food and get to know it. So um, it, it's, it's kind of cool just to start there. Now, the second thing you're going to get to do is you're going to get to go backstage. And this is kind of the part that has me interested and check out the working areas that have never been shared before with the guests. So, kitchens. You get to go in and see the kitchens. Yeah. That's that's exciting to me. One of the kitchens I want to see, I want to see the, the shared kitchen between uh, Liberty Tree and Skipper's Canteen and just see how that magic works between the two kitchens making two entirely separate pallets of food. Liberty Tree has a kitchen with Skipper's? They do. They're in the same building. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they share a kitchen. That's why they were able to put uh, Skipper's Canteen right where it is, because it shares a kitchen space with Liberty No, it shares a, it shares a kitchen space with... I thought it shared a kitchen space with um, Plaza. No, no, no. Plaza, That you're thinking of Crystal Palace. No, it's it's across the street from Crystal Palace. No, they they, share, they back up to each other and share kitchen space with Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah, Liberty Tree Tavern. You sure? Mm-hmm. Tim's got a Tim's got a map quest. This <laughs> I know. I'm pulling up MD right now to see where the buildings are. It's it's bizarre. Because it doesn't look like it doesn't seem like they, they those two buildings even touch. They it wouldn't seem like it, but Adventureland and uh, Liberty Square back up to each other. I, I well Adventureland they're right next door. Well Frontierland mm-hmm. is in between. But. Yep. But yeah, they uh, they share a kitchen. They share one building. And of course, MD does not. Of uh, shocker, uh, but yeah, you'll get to go. Uh, you'll get to go behind the scenes, check out the Imagineering of new menu items, get to talk to the chefs that are creating these new menu items, and kind of experience a culinary backstage Imagineering thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it, it sounds very interesting. It says something too about tasting the future. Yes, get a, a sampling of food that's coming up. It's still in development. Yeah, so you're you're gonna actually go into one of the test the test kitchens in Magic Kingdom and try out some of their new food that's in development and give them kind of free marketing and free uh, advice on how to on how how the flavor is, what it's like, what they would change about it, and get and they'll get your opinion. It's not exactly free because you got to pay for it. No, it's not free. So they're getting free. (laughs) They're getting actually they're getting money for you to tell them what to do. (laughs) Exactly. The ultimate Disney World experience. You you pay us and tell us what you like. That's how Disney works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, so now you'll get to go behind the scenes at the, at the various kitchens uh, in Magic Kingdom, test some of the new sample menu items that they're uh, working on. Uh, you'll have private tastings. So apparently they tell you to come hungry. And I, for $99, I don't think that they are going to let you starve. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. But here's the kicker. So all of this you get in this three-hour tour, but you also get a VIP tour guide. So they will take care of your needs while you sip and savor all of the delicious food offerings around Magic Kingdom. It, 
it looks like a Dole Whip is going to be included. A Dole Whip float, at least, because that's what's on the Magic Kingdom's uh, website. It's people enjoying a Dole Whip. Uh, sounds like there might be a turkey leg involved as well. Because these are some of the iconic Magic Kingdom treats. Yeah, so far it doesn't have my attention, though. But the, uh, I will say the kind of thing, the thing that's pretty cool about it is you're going to get a VIP tour for 100 bucks with food. It's a pretty decent bargain. Considering Keys to the Kingdom doesn't have any food included. This is true. And that's an eight-hour tour. And it's like, what, 180 bucks or something like that? Yeah, at least. I'm trying to see if there's a... <clears throat> ah, it says locations and menu items are subject to change without notice. Yeah, my guess is they'll, they'll pick one for that day. Um... Oh no! Disney's Kings of the Kingdom tour is only a hundred bucks. Uh, they'll pick one. Oh, so, yeah, the same thing. They'll pick one for that day, and then they'll have like a kitchen of the day or something like that. Something where they can what, prep. What scares me is that you check in at Tony's Town Square. Oh, that is scary. That is scary. Hopefully, it just starts there, and that's that's where you get the hi, welcome to Tony's. This is not where you want to eat. Let's move along. <laughs> exactly. Let's move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this is offered on Monday, Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So Wednesday and Thursday is out. Wonder why? It's it day is, off. It is odd. It's random that they have two days off in a row. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if uh, if anybody does this. Give us a, a holler. Let us know what you thought. Yeah, if you're heading down there, uh, definitely uh, let's uh, let's hear about it because it, it sounds like I said. I think for me, the um, the ca- I want to know more. Yeah, I want to know more. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you should know about it. Um, proper tire is required. Heels, open-ended shoes are not permitted. Clog-type shoes must have a closed heel, so no Crocs. Um, sensible walking shoes are strongly recommended. You're going to be walking all over Magic Kingdom. And this is what has me intrigued, because for 99 bucks for three hours, you get to go around Magic Kingdom, test out some food, check out some behind-the-scenes things that you never get to see on a regular basis. Um... It, uh, it it looks to me pretty interesting. It it has my interest, but I don't know. I still want to either. I want to know more. I want to know somebody who's done it to see what exactly it is. Because if it's just you know turkey legs and dough mm. whips and cheeseburger egg rolls, I mean, you know, I'll pass. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can basically pay forty bucks and get that all yourself, right? For two people. I don't know. This it has my interest. I'd like to. I'd like to see what exactly um, a tour is like. If it's um, mostly walking and then you get like 25 minutes at this kitchen, 25 minutes at that kitchen. How many kitchens you actually get to go visit before they move you along. Exactly. What kitchens can you really visit? I mean, like the shared kitchen, like you said, between Skipper's Canteen. I would presume it's going to be the sit-down restaurants. Not the buffet ones, like yeah, probably Crystal Palace. Like, be our guest, Crystal Palace. Hopefully not Tony's Town Square. Hopefully not, but I'm I'm assuming they're gonna have something there because no one else yeah, wants to go there. And you're starting there, so yeah, they maybe that's where they start you with like a beverage or something like that, or some like some Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to go. I, I hopefully they go into Gaston's, and then I can ask the chef. Well, why the fuck did you take the pork shank off? I kind of missed that. It was. It needs a little more 
flavoring, but it was it was not bad. Well, what's in there now? Like a ham and cheese croissant, right? I don't even know. There was a cinnamon roll for a, a ham while. Ham and cheese croissant was there. Last time, last time we went over there to eat something it was a ham and cheese. Croissant. Let's find out what's on the menu. Uh, Gaston's Tavern serves the ham, brie, and grain mustard sandwich. So ham and brie. Uh, you also get a smoked turkey, Swiss, and cranberry aioli sandwich. That's basically a Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah, it's probably seasonal. Mm-hmm. And then their fruit and cheese picnic platter. And then all their sides with like baby bell cheese, hummus, and chips, all that stuff. And of course, the Fruz brew. But what you can't get there is an actual brew, which I still say... They missed the boat on that one. Yeah, Disney's biggest screw-up. Yep. Well, that and Spectre Magic clown people, but oh, God. neither here nor there. go there. Liberace <laughs> Mickey. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, honestly, it looks it looks like it'd be a fun tour. Um, something exciting and new at Disney uh, that uh, that they didn't have before. Now, you and you, Tim, or you, Adam, and Trenton all did the Lion King dinner package. Yes. And that was worth it. That was absolutely worth that it. That turned out to be a good one. Well, just to, I mean, just the price alone covered your meal at Tiffin's. And then you throw in the private safari and the assigned seating at the Lion King show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was well worth it, but we knew ahead of time exactly what we were getting. Yeah, I, I mean, they gave you a menu. This, it's still too much unknown as far as what kind of food you get. Does it say when, it, is it starting already? Will it say when it starts? So this starts at 9 a.m. Well, I can get, I can get March 1st. Oh, you can get March 1st? Yeah, March 1st at 9 a.m. So, that being said, now that, that changes something. I'm not sure... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to do February this... February 24th is also available. I'm not sure I want to do this at 9 a.m. Me either. Because what are you going to eat at 9 a.m.? Uh, I mean, that you, maybe maybe that's where they give you like a continental breakfast at Tony's Town Square, like croissants and fruit Well, that's probably coffee. the only thing I would eat at Tony's Town Square. Yes, because it's coming from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's Mickey's Mickey waffles from yeah Chef Mickey's. It sounds like maybe that's where you'll start, and then you'll make your way. But that the the thing is, at best you're having some sort of lunch option at noon, and now you've yeah. also got snacks along the way and like ten thirty in the morning. I mean, actually, the only time that comes up is nine a.m. I know that uh, to me, so it I starts think that's, at nine. That's too early of a start for me. It is way too early. I'd want to do this at like one o'clock. And make it all the way through f- till four, as a perfect yeah. like in between lunch and dinner thing. Well, I could probably see I can see why they wouldn't do it that late because middle of lunch rush parks in full swing. And if you know if you, anybody knows trying to get lunch in Magic Kingdom at twelve o'clock, oh god, you might as well just hang it up. Yeah. So so maybe maybe that's why they can do the one on one with the chefs because it's yeah. pre lunch they're prepping for lunch. And you can kind of have have a moment with them. So, um, I don't love the start time, but I can see why it, they have to make that work. Yeah. Because I don't love the start time either. Because, I mean, basically, if you get up at... Cause let's say conservatively get up at 7 to get to the parks in the morning. You have your breakfast. You have just eaten breakfast. And now you're going to do this at 9 o'clock? Yeah. Um, my guess is... My guess is they're... Like I said, they're only doing this because of the timing where you can't do this during lunchtime. You can't do this at dinner time. You can't take the chef away yeah. from cooking uh, duties during the, the during the prime parts of that day. And that and that's the busiest park 
by far. Oh yeah, for any meal time, yeah. So also, also Tim, just dropping today, uh, a brand new 2019 ticket offer. Now, 2018 saw the increase of of park passes uh, by the highest percentage we've seen in probably four or five years, where they went over Star Wars Land. Yeah, I know. Got to pay for that somehow. Um, but they're bringing back the four park magic tickets, which was a big hit. Yeah. Uh, which will allow you to visit all four Walt Disney theme parks in one vacation, including all your attractions, your inter- entertainment, and your character interactions. This was a huge hit. So, this time, instead of doing one set price, which I think last year was like $280, or two years ago it was like 280 bucks for the four days, which is still not bad, exactly what it was. 70 bucks a day. So, this time we have tiered pricing packages for this four parks four day or four parks in one trip ticket uh, and that's basically value season which is January 18 through March 1st and that'll be $85 a day so $340 total so already it's a $60 increase from a couple years ago uh, what's well, a bargain from buying your day to day ticket package correct ticket package. and it's still a bargain from buying a four day non-park hopper pass which is going to be almost 400 bucks anyways yeah so then the select uh season which is uh january 18th to march 14th also march 27 to april 9 and then april 27 to may 27 and then august 18 through 9 30 so the the not so prime summer months you know not not prime but not so they're trying to fill in all the the gaps, the gaps for the slow season and not so packed seasons. Yeah, uh, basically spring and spring and select summer dates, and that's eighty nine dollars per day, so three fifty six total. Probably the biggest bargain because prime season, one park is a hundred what hundred and fifteen or hundred twenty bucks right now. Depending on which park, yeah, it varies between one fifteen and one twenty one, I think. Yeah, Magic Kingdom is one twenty one. So summertime, basically from March until March 27th until uh, September 30th. So all summer, you can get into the four parks for $95 per day, which is about a $25 savings. That's not yeah. bad. I mean, we don't we get annual pass, so we don't pay attention to correct ticket pricing anymore. Which is sad to say because we just go so much that that it's. Just pays to keep renewing annual right. pass. Right, and again, we I think we talked about it on our AP episode. Uh, way back on episode 58. About that break-even point is eight days, nine days. Yeah, now it's like, yeah, now it's somewhere between nine. Depending on what time of year you go, it's between eight and ten days. Mm-hmm. For when we go, it's ten days. I mean, we went 12 days last year. We'll probably be going at least 10, 12 days this coming year. Yeah, we'll... So it pays for itself. We'll have had, in this calendar year, in this in this cycle, we'll have had fifth, no, 16 days in the park. So that makes, that way, way, way more than makes up for it. Oh, yeah. And then you factor in the discounts you get from it too. It, it more than pays for itself. And that's why that's why I say it only takes about eight days to really break even with all the discounts, your dining, your uh, souvenirs. You know, th- we talked about it on the show. That's a big one I think people miss is when you go buy a souvenir, show your AP. You never know. Yeah. Always ask. Always ask. Uh, so this you never is, know. this is the four park Magic Summer ticket, Magic Select ticket, and Magic uh, Value ticket that you can get, and and that way. Everybody can get down there at least once, you know, once in their lifetime. You know, good good for Disney 
for at least bringing some affordability to the parks because they're getting more and more expensive. And that's right. by design. You know, they want to... Disney would like to control the pet population by spade and neutering its guests. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you end up with another six legs on your hands. Yes. No, what they, what they really want to do is they want to control the park population by making it expensive to go. They have they have flat out said we are trying to to at least keep guests down and find that break even point where we make the most money and have the right amount of guests because no they, they don't want too many guests in the park so that someone comes home and says I paid all this money and I got to ride five rides. What they want is you to pay all that money and have a good time. Yeah. And if you get to ride, I think their break I think their their magical point was like five or six rides a day, at least three e-ticket attractions, which is why they came up with their fast pass system. And that would ensure that the guests leave happy. So if you're if you're in Hollywood Studios, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Consider there's only four rides there. But not a well, not a bad ticket price, I will say. Yeah, Toy Story now, but Good luck trying to get on that. Unless you unless you do the fast pass trick. Now you've been you've done Toy Story Land for the most yes. part. You, you didn't get to ride Slinky Dog yet. No, we did Slinky Dog, we didn't do ass. Okay. Um ass is okay. It's not the best ride. It satisfies you. Yeah, I heard it was just it was a slow ass. It, it, it's okay. It goes back and forth, it's side to side. It's alright. Uh, Slinky Dog's great. I was definitely um, I like Slinky Dog. And when we went, it was obviously uh, the full swing holiday season. So when Slinky Dog would pass, instead of hearing the spring noise, you'd hear Jingle Bells. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, I think that was episode 44-ish, where we redid... we re, uh, 49, where we reimagined um, Toy Story Land, and we get Party Source Rex. Yeah, which is coming to Typhoon Lagoon. Again, yeah. They liked that. Okay, we've got tickets for that. They liked that one. Uh, Toy Story Land was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was I was definitely pleasantly surprised at how nostalgic it was. Yeah, it for anybody who grew up with Tinker Toys mm-hmm. and uh, speaking spells and L- all that, the, it's, it's very yeah. nostalgic. Hot Wheels and Little Tykes. Uh, yeah, uh, the Peoples, whatever those were, the little things you put in the camper and stuff. The Fisher Price Little People. Yeah, Fisher Price Little People. That's it. It, it was definitely a really cool land, and I was yeah. very, very happy. It's, it. it was kind of weird though, because it just seemed when you go in there, it's so overly vegetated. Not vegetated, animated. Overly, it's bright. It's cartoonish. Yeah. So it it, it doesn't look like you're in a normal. Disney Park. It's also, I I think to me, the most disappointing thing was it was underwhelmingly small. It's not that big. Um, and for a park that needs more attractions, I don't see why they couldn't have gotten a third ride in there somehow uh, that wasn't already there. I'm, ta- I'm talking not including Toy Story Midway Mania. Well, yeah, because moving the entrance to the other side doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I do like the new entrance. The it new is entrance cool. It's kind of cool. It's a much better, much better entrance than before. Yeah. 
I, I just think that they could have brought one of the Toy Story rides from elsewhere, like the RC car. Yes, it's nothing more than just a swinging pirate ship, but it would have yeah. been a nice little... Even just a 3D show. Yeah. You know, give us, give us something. Or Bo- Seems like a lot of wasted space. Or Bo Peeps Burlesque. I mean, let's come on, Disney. <laughs> Wait, whose idea was that, though? Was that? That was me. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, it was nice. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, we'll probably see like a second phase of Toy Story Land coming. Yeah. Will they? Will they do something like that? I don't necessarily think we need you know uh, RC pirate ship, but mm-hmm. definitely need something. Um, so in, in look, keeping with the keeping with the theme for tonight's show, let's talk about some more food because Storybook uh, Dining over at Artist Point opened up this week, and it doesn't look half bad. You know what? I saw some photos of what they did inside mm-hmm. with the fairy and lights in the overgrown forest. It, yeah, it looks kind of cool. It does. I'm not gonna lie. It looks kind of cool. We, I kind of, I kind of was pissed off at this because Artist Point was a nice, quiet, right. out of the way restaurant. And you know, what? I'm sorry, but you do need a, a deluxe restaurant. You need a, a signature restaurant in a deluxe resort. Yes, yes, you do. And now, will this lodge does not have it? Hopefully, they decide to add another restaurant. But I, I just don't see them doing that. Unfortunately, I think this is going to be one of the deluxe, the only deluxe resort without a. A, a signature restaurant that's themed to the place. Well, not it's not the only resort that doesn't that probably doesn't have one. Uh, I guess technically Ohana, but it's not really that good of food. That's it's actually not, not it's great not food. Signature though, it's not good food. Ohana's it's not, not great signature. food. It's mediocre. Ohana's not signature though. Well, isn't, it, isn't it two dining credits to use it? Might be only one. I'm not sure. I can't remember. We we haven't done Ohana in so long. Uh, just because the last few times the food has been so well, bad. We did it twice, last being 2017, and I was still not impressed. Yeah. So we'll probably never do it again. Um, but Storybook Dining is now available. Uh, you get to meet Snow White, uh, the Wicked Queen, and some of the dwarves. Not all of them, but some of them. Dopey is always going to be one of them. It might be some other ones that come along every now and then. Well, Dopey's the most popular. Of course. Is there a menu up yet? Uh, yeah, there is. So uh, they do have a menu up. And it is a prefix menu, which is kind of nice. Uh, we don't often get these. There's a few restaurants that do have a prefix menu. It's $55 for adults, $33 for children, or one Disney dining plan entitlement. So going down from the two that was Artist Point, you can still get everything that was there. Um, your your appetizers are winter squash bisque, a wicked shrimp cocktail, or hunter's pie. That looks pretty good actually not gonna lie that that sounds really good it's chicken black truffle and stone fruit preserve I don't know you know what I, I'm just I'm sad for all the bison that went away I know All you know what the, this was the beauty of Artist Point is that it had this rustic Pacific Northwest menu bison elk venison uh, salmon Trout. It was it was a perfect, perfect menu. Really, uh, yeah. It was a typical like a Northwest hunting lodge. Pacific Northwest. Yeah, menu was it was fantastic, and now it's all gone. And Artist Point was actually where I started my love affair with bourbon. Was it really? Mm-hmm. What'd you have? Do you remember what you have there? Unfortunately, it was Maker's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I've since grown up and moved on, but we're talking 
uh, let's see, seven, eight years ago. Hey, Tim, your first time's not always your best time. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, and I haven't had it since. Uh, they do. Ha- you also get an entree uh, option. Uh, they have cottage seafood stew, so almost like a uh, bouillabaisse kind of style. Stroll through nature, which is butternut squash, arugula, gnocchi, sage, and parmesan. It's kind of like a vegetarian option. The Magic Mirror Slow Braised Veal Shank. That one actually sounds sounds really good. good. Celery root mash with wilted winter greens and a uh, a jus sauce. So a veal uh, stock sauce. Probably like a demi-glace. The Royal Prime Rib Roast. So prime prime rib. uh, Horseradish mashed potatoes. Hay smoked carrots. And uh, juice. Juice. That one, that's typical, but that's the typical way to serve roast. Right. But I want to know, there's a popover with that. I'm, I, I'm curious about what that is. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's got... Uh, maybe that's their version of... Um, why am I blanking on this? I shouldn't be. Roast beef and... No, no, no. Roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. Well, it could be. Maybe that's their version of Yorkshire pudding. Could be. Chris Carter's screaming at his phone right now. Just, just drew a blank. I just drew a blank there. Sorry, guys. Uh, Brothers Grimm roasted chicken, confit potatoes. Hey, look, anything fried in its fried in fat is good. So, confit potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts, apples, and chestnut butter. Sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good too. Yeah. And then Bashful's butter poached snapper, root vegetable risotto, wild mushroom, citrus butter sauce. Again, not bad. But I'm gonna miss all of the Pacific Northwest food that was here before. Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, they do have children's options for the children's entrees. Royal Prime Rib Roast. I'm not sure what f- three-year-old's going to eat prime rib. Uh, Prince and Princess Pasta, which is basically either pasta and red sauce or macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And let's face it, most kids either eat that or the chicken tenders. Yep. Chicken tenders available upon request, which, I, look, I applaud. I seriously applaud this because my kid only eats chicken tenders. Yeah. And when we, I want to go to some fancy restaurants, and for you to say, "Oh, we can't make, we can't make chicken nuggets," bull fucking shit! It's breaded chicken. Yeah. You can make that. You can make them. You got that shit in your kitchen? Make it. Uh, they also- that's, that's why I like the Disney Cruise so much. Is that you can get anything you want from any restaurant. Yeah. So say you're at a restaurant, you're, there's nothing on the menu that your kids gonna eat. They'll go and get you chicken nuggets from the buffet and bring it down to you. I think I told this uh, told this story on episode 44, the cruise episode. The family that we had all of our dinners with, it was a mom and dad and a kid. You know, family of three. The kid, I kid you not, pun intended, their kid only ate Hormel pepperoni slices. He told us, yeah. The entire five nights on the cruise, Hormel pepperoni slices... And at one point, there was basically just a plate of a giant plate stacked at least like three or four inches high of pepperoni slices. It made my stomach nauseous. That kid's gonna need what is it? Uh, what is the Lipitor? Yeah, time he's twelve. But that was that was his quirk. He loved pepperoni, and the kid ate like the whole fucking plate. Wow, good for Manny. I eat three and I get heartburn. I know, right? Thank you, forty. <laughs> Also, a final, uh, finishing off this meal, you do get a dessert, a shared desserts for the table. Uh, Miner's treasures, which are sponge cake, chocolate gems, and buttercream ice cream icing on top. 
Uh, poison apple, which is just a white chocolate apple mousse with a sour center. Interesting. And not an actual apple itself. Uh, fairy tale gooseberry pie, which is basically gooseberry with meringue on top. And then the hunter's gift to the queen, which is a crackled maple popcorn with a ganache heart. So I think there's a chocolate center covered in popcorn. Yeah. That's what sounds Interesting. Like. Let's get the really important stuff. Yes, the let's do it. Drinks that they're tell, tell me about the drinks. So, you, first you get an enchanted apple for twelve fifty. Well, they're actually all twelve fifty, twelve dollars Yeah, they're about the same price. It's Sky Citrus Vodka, De, De Cooper um, Pucker Sour Apple, and White Cranberry Juice. That's eh. an apple teeny. Yeah. Smoking Mirror, which is Johnny Walker Black, Wild Berry Lime, and Rosemary Smoke. That sounds good. That sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Anytime you smoke a drink. It's kind of like a take on the smoked turkey, but with scotch. You have the Antidote, which is Bacardi, Grand Reserva, Maestro, Agave, and Ginger Beer. Okay. Which is kind of like a... Dark and Stormy. Rum Mule. Rum Mule... You have Alchemy, which is Uncle Val's Gin Vodka, Agave, Lime, and Cucumber. So a vodka mule. A Moscow mule. Well, it's got... Uh, it's got cucumber, though. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Very, yeah, it's an interesting mix. Everything but, like, the, the carbonation on that one. Evil to the Core, which is Patron Silver Tequila, Habanero, Black, Berry, and Orange Juice. Okay, that's got my interest. I know you don't do tequila, but that sounds pretty, pretty I don't good. do Habanero. I'll do tequila in a in a like a margarita or something like that. I can't do I can't do shooters. I can't drink it straight. Uh, that should be interesting because if you think about that, the the habanero, the spiciness of the habanero pepper, coupled with the tartness of the blackberry and the uh, bitterness of the orange juice, that's got some interesting flavors going on. It does. It's that is either going to be a great drink or too much going on. And let it, uh, let it be said that it's also the cheapest one in the menu. It is. So there might be a reason for that. <laughs> and you have a brew of peaches, which is Buffalo Trace bourbon, peach, raspberry, and brulee demerara sugar. Oh, that's probably really that good. That sounds kind of cool, too. Uh, basically, a peach, raspberry, uh, bourbon mix. I could be down for that. It sounds kind of like just a, like a peach old-fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it is. Um, honestly, of, of these ones, I think the Smoke and Mirror... Uh, really appeals to me. The evil to the core certainly does, and brew of peaches. Yeah, I could pass on the enchanted apple because, like I said, it's just basically that's an apple teeny. Apple teeny, and ain't nobody got time for that. I'm assuming some of these come with the uh, the glow cube, the uh, poison apple glow cube. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but all in all, it doesn't sound terrible. I think some of the food options look good. They could probably be a little bit better. I think that I think the the quality of the food is going to suffer just because it's now one service or one table service. Yeah. And you have di- the character dining to draw you in. And I'm just curious as to why they did this now when they just added Copper Creek, you know, another DVC section to this. With, with the cabins, no less. I mean, you're talking right. about the people in those cabins are spending... Take away the signature restaurant. Yeah. I mean, the people in those cabins are spending, what, about $2,000 a night, technically? Or 1500 yeah. $1, a night? Well, no, it's a little cheaper yeah, than Yeah, it's $1,500, because it's cheaper than the poly ones. 
$1,500 a night and there is no signature sit-down restaurant anymore. You have three counter service, one lounge, one buffet-style, family-style dinner, and then now character dining. Very interesting yeah, concept. Very, which, very, again... Unless, with the, you know, with the rumors of the um, shenanigans slowing down at Whispering Canyon... Maybe this was a way to get the kids away from Whispering Canyon over to Storybook uh, right. Dining. And maybe they might change Whispering Canyon over to a signature. But I don't know. When we were there, there was no lack of... Oh, God, no. Shenanigans no, about you guys. You guys. We didn't even start it. We just. I, I'm pretty sure that they got word of you guys coming, and said uh, we gotta we gotta turn it up to 11 here. Yeah, they definitely did. So they definitely spinal tapped it. Oh yeah, for sure for sure. So look, a lot of a lot of good food offerings happening at Disney World this uh, this upcoming year. 2019 looks to be a, a fantastic year for Disney. We are looking forward to Star Wars Land. Possibly, maybe, somewhat, kind of, sort of opening in 2019. Late fall, they said. We'll see. Late fall, December 31st. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's technically winter, so it'll be December 20th. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As long as it's before the solstice. Yes. It's technically fall. Um, I, I do think they will open it up in in December. I think that's my guess. Uh, but in addition to that, we've got uh, plenty of new resorts coming up soon. Uh, the Disney's Riviera DVC Resort, the Coronado Refurb, uh, uh, what do they call that? Destino? Uh, uh, Grand Destino. Grand Destino. Uh, that should be... And then you have Three Sheets Rehab. Yeah, and then Three Sheets Reflections. Rehab will be coming to fruition. I think that's supposed to open in 2020 or 2021. Uh, well, I think all of these are... Sp- Supposed to be open before the fiftieth, because yes. they they're gonna need all the rooms they're gonna oh, get. Oh, they for are. Yeah, three three new hotels before the fiftieth. I th- I think you're right. I think uh, twenty twenty one is the date, kind of projected for uh, three sheets rehab. Uh, but it looks good. I mean, twenty nineteen looks looks promising. So as we uh, as we finish up this little quickie, we you know we're we're back on schedule. Uh, Tim, give me some closing remarks. I wasn't prepared. For, I wasn't even prepared for this quickie. This was like a last minute. So it was. I don't. I don't know. It's just been. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, Christmas week for us at work is always busy, and I can always count on coming home and just look at catching up on the three sheets page and taking my mind off of everything and just unwinding. And I thank you guys for that, and hope everybody has a great Christmas. We probably have one more. Well, one more recording before Christmas. Yeah, we we have at least yeah, one more seven. show. I think our I think our um, our holiday party is that day. So, the three sheets office holiday yeah. party. Yeah, we might even go live for that one. Might even. Um, so might even. so don't forget to check us out at facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets if you do want to watch any live shenanigans that do end up going on. Or we've still got plenty of time for random acts of the holidays. There have been some tremendous tremendous oh, it's cheaters. Who have put up some awesome prizes for the Three Sheets Nation? Um, I I want to I want to applaud everyone. Adam does this every week, so I'm going to step in for Adam here. I want to applaud everyone who's signed up for it. it. You guys have done a bang up job. It's been amazing. I think we doubled the participation that we had last year. Oh yeah, I mean anytime. So I think next year we're going to have to have probably two a day. Anytime I see someone's 
someone's raw post. I see 60, 70, 80 comments on it of people who want to be involved. And that's, and that's wonderful, but don't stop there. Make sure you join the participation in the group, you know, join the discussion, uh, yeah, post. Absolutely. What we want you to do is we want you to post your favorite Disney things. Do you know, talk about something new that's going on that you just saw at Disney world and you want to get everyone's input on it. Uh, talk about your favorite Disney movie. We don't, we don't care about that. Talk about your favorite Disney drink. We certainly welcome that, you know, that's what we're founded Less on. Less memes, more fun. Yes. <laughs> hey, listen, if you find a post that was erroneous information to be given, call somebody out on it, because we allow that here. Oh, yeah. And we're not going to... Don't get banned. No one's going to hurt hurt your feelings. No one's going to get your feelings hurt. It's it's all good. So, like I said, as we finish up the show, go over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. Also, go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Subscribing is the best way to make sure that these quickies that we will do, we will get back on track with him after the holidays these quickies get to you as soon as possible because you don't want to miss an episode too much fun way too much fun especially when we argue about Jungle Cruise we argue about what? Jungle Cruise oh yeah well this is going to drop before that episode? uh probably <laughs> probably <laughs> probably um yeah. depends uh considering to certain circumstances that yeah is delaying that That's episode. right. Uh, so we will definitely, uh, definitely go over to uh, iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. The more ratings, the more reviews we get, the better we are able to be found by other Disney fans like yourselves. So, Tim, been fun? Good quickie? It has, yeah. Nice, nice good quickie. All right. So, from all of us... Sometimes you just gotta get a quickie. Yeah, in. sometimes. You, you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. So... From all of us here at Three Sheets of Mouse, thank you for making our show a part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time, and until next time, so long for just a while.
Aaron. Are you still listening? Go home. Go to bed. <laughs>